This episode was brought to you by our sponsors, Barbarian Apparel and Above and Beyond Wash and Seal. For more info on any of these sponsors, please go to the links below. Now, please enjoy this episode. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Stalemates podcast. Uh, we have friend of the show, Corby's back in town. He was just on not too long ago, but he was out at the uh, World Team Trials. Uh, Corby travels quite a bit nowadays. Um, he's he's fully involved in the wrestling game, which he's been involved for a, a while now, but now he is uh, doing his thing over there at the Rockfin with the mascot Willie on their show, The First Word, right? So yep. welcome back to the show, Corby. <laughs> Is <it> good? <laughs> And, and, by, and by the way, too, we are doing a new uh, version of the show. We are, like, editing live. So if things look a little bit differently, you probably won't notice. Hopefully you won't notice. Um, we're trying to get our show going so we can put out shows faster. Now we don't have to take two or three days to edit. So uh, Tyler is over there, and he will be taking care of that. It'll make things a lot easier around here. Yeah, make yeah. things a lot easier. And uh, Corby, how you doing, my friend? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. How was uh, Lincoln? Good. We haven't really talked about it yet. No, it was amazing. Um, my opinion, um, the wrestling was great. I think I think we've seen um, the product is better when guys wrestle closer to their normal weight. Because there's more weight classes here. Yep, more yeah. weight classes. You see a lot of guys that are normally 79s, you know, at 79 that were typically 74s, that's 11 pounds. A lot more action. Mm -hmm. To me, we saw better uh, wrestling. We saw more action than we typically do. Um, and I think a lot of it was due to guys feeling fresher, you know, quick twitch muscles are firing. You know, I talked about Jordan on uh, the happy hour the other day, how I felt uh, we would see the double back because, you know, the weight cut, right? People didn't think it was real. It was. Um, you'll see Jordan stay at 79 for the for free, uh, you know, foreseeable future. Um, he will, you know, come back down when need be for the 2024 games for that run. But, you know, you're going to see him at 79 for a while. Um, <clears throat> fix looked way better. Fix yeah. looked way yeah. better. Um, then you got, then you get into the, the small guys, right? I mean, you get Zane Richards gets beat by Ethan Rotundo. Yeah. I mean, what? Yeah, we'll, we'll <laughs> go through, we'll go through the, you know, bracket weight by weight. Um. But first, we got a little bit. I, t I said we're going to get into the tea, right, Tyler? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, it's so time. I think it's time we get back into tea a little bit. We've been doing the Street League thing, which we're still uh, planning on doing um, here coming up again. Corby was in the house for the last one. Oh, he yeah. was the uh, commentator and actually just kind of overall, like, showrunner, kind of helped us out do the whole thing. Mm -hmm. um, but you've been called out, my friend. Huh? Yeah, yeah, I guess. I saw, I saw on Happy Hour, you guys broke it down. I took the little clip. I put it out there. Uh, you and also a friend of the show, uh, fully caffeinated, a friend of ours. Mm -hmm. um, fully likes to get into it. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's in the Twitter streets, and uh, you're new to the Twitter streets. Yeah. So when we see you guys going back and forth, I'm kind of sitting there, and I'm thinking, okay, this is uh, interesting, right? And... Minio and Fellers got into it, and both of those guys, friends of the show. We're friends with everybody, we like to yeah. think. And uh, I think the best way to get down to the nitty-gritty is is just, like, facing it on head forward. Let's do it. So uh, we're going to give uh, Fully Caffeinated a call on the show. Let's see if he Let's answers. 
You think That's he's going to answer? Yeah, man. He's probably riding a camel somewhere. <laughs> riding a camel. Do you <laughs> yeah. think he saw that clip of uh, the humpback? What did you say? Oh, I said uh, something about I'll, I'll be on him like a humpback. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. you know what's funny? You did have an all-time uh, line in that clip. Uh-huh. Uh, actually, I don't even know if it made in that clip. It was like a little bit afterwards. You said, I don't close my eyes when I brush my teeth. Yeah. What you like that one? Explain, I know what it means. Well, explain yeah. what that means. Just people being real, right? Standing up for what you say and believe. And, you know, I just don't, there's a lot of fake phony people out there. Right. And I think Twitter kind of, kind of escalated that situation. Right. And people think they can say what they want. They don't have to face people. Right. And, and I don't know, like people that do that and then, right. Like, Oh my God. And then they say something about somebody and then, Oh no, here they come and they go and run the other way. Right. To me, I'm like, Hey, I said what I said. We talk about it. So to me, I don't know how People that do that, you know, look at themselves in the mirror in the morning, right? When they're brushing their teeth, what are they, you know, how do you, like, you know <laughs> explain, what I mean? Explain, though, for the people, um, my, my, our YouTube audience might not know kind of what's going on. Fully caffeinated yeah. is like, a, it's a guy. Yep. And uh, we know who he is. Yeah. Some people know who he is. But he's a very, very passionate Campbell fan, but it kind of goes beyond Campbell. Yeah. Uh, he goes, basically, he says says what he says and and he's definitely not afraid to be that uh uh person who maybe like he's a loose cannon really yeah he's a loose cannon um some people like that stuff some people don't sometimes i think he can toe the line or cross the line um and then you i would say you are probably more more even keeled but um Maybe not as much as loose cannon, but you you still have that Chicago, New Jersey in you. Yeah, and so you guys are kind of challenging each other to the street league match or some sort of match. Right. We, we would love to have it on street league, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh no, um, hey, we're street league in it. We're sending you a contract. We actually sent him a contract. Let's do it. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know who's gonna sign it, but oh, I felt like signed. on our end we have to. You know, you signed it. Well, not not yet, because I, I just walked in the building, but oh it's going it's yeah it's going down. before I leave here, yeah. I'll sign <laughs> it's it. I mean, around in here. Yeah, you know, to me I think it's fun too. Like I'm forty seven, so like, you know, I got a you know, I got some pound I, I got maybe fifteen pounds I could lose, maybe feel a little better, right, at my age. So, you know, it'd be cool to I mean, for me, you know, I did an old timers tournament when I was twenty nine. You know, it's like the thirty and under thing, and I'm thinking, ah, oh, let's see, I'll go back and still wrestle the young kids, right? So I did it one weekend and did pretty good. So I was like, ah, oh, I did it the next week. And next thing you know, I went three weekends in a row. You know, wrestled nine matches. It was fun. You know, having you know, and I'll do a little rolling around here and there once in a while, but my knees a little banged up now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'd be fun. You know, I'd lose a little bit of weight. Um, you know, get to one sixty, and uh, you know, I don't know how much like wrestling training I would do I'm not really not worried about that like nothing against caffeinated but and I don't know what his background is I really don't care but like I know myself like I I can hold my own in wrestling so um would just be getting in shape right so that you know he's probably 15 years younger than me probably goes to the gym every day lifts weights <laughs> looks in the mirror you know he's looking over swear I guarantee caffeinated is one of those guys he goes to the gym he swears every chick's checking him out you know what I mean? <laughs> he's that guy. Know. He's probably at dinner with his buddies talking about, oh, yeah, that chick, you know, yeah, she was checking me out. I see, I seen his ugly mug on a on a on a picture. <laughs> so, you know, I could I could see him being that way, but um, you know, hey, and I think it'd be cool for Campbell too, right? Like, you know, hey, yeah, I said I'd said- donate a thousand bucks to Campbell Wrestling if he beats me, right? I think that'd be a fun thing. And 
you know, he likes to get out there and talk a little bit. And I reached out to him actually about, uh, about street league too. Right. Cause he chirps on there and once in a while we'll DM and, and, you know, poke each other. Right. And, uh, so he said he wanted Willie at 160. And then I said something to Willie. Well, I'm an, I'm an adult. I don't wrestle, right? I don't wrestle. I said, well, adults do wrestle, man. That's what street leagues for, right? But <laughs> I mean, it's like a street beef, right? We take it Twitter beefs to the mat, this, right? The, what you just said is actually, um, you know, we compared it a lot to rough and rowdy in the beginning, but do you know mm-hmm. what street beefs is? Yeah. Or did you just say that? No, I do know what it is. Okay. The guy with the, the octagon. In 100%. The background, yes. That is actually the original concept of what I wanted to do. That's my thought is, yes, that's what it should be. Like, we got Twitter now. We got all. And to me, hey, listen, let's start off, Caffeinated, me and you, right? And then let's, maybe we'll start something that, like, these Twitter people, people actually get Wanna balls, get <laughs> do some ball, have some balls, yeah. right? And get out there, put up or shut up. You know, I'm 47 years old. If I'm willing to go out there and wrestle some other guy on Twitter, we're beefing. We're going to make the same weight. I don't know. He could have been a, I don't know what he did. You know what I mean? He. He could have been a couple times state champion. He could have been a, I don't know what he did. You know what I mean? I don't, it doesn't matter to me, but you know, so you don't know, right? That's another thing, right? I don't even know the guy's name. He's fully caffeinated. You know, at least he knows <laughs> who the hell I am, right? Like these guys out there and then Pelican, 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 Pelican man head. or Pelican something. <laughs> Pelican head. Okay, okay, there you go. So I don't even know these characters, right? <laughs> so yeah, he jumps in and this whole thing started basically Austin early had Okay, Bash put out seeds shouldn't be opinions. And Austin Early says they're not. There's criteria. Well, I said to Austin, do you know the criteria? Do you, do, you, do you know what took place in the meeting? Did coaches vote? I wasn't attacking Austin. I wanted to know before I engaged in the conversation with Austin, was he aware of the actual rules of the seating meeting, right? Of what took place? Because I know many coaches that were in there, and I know what happened. So... Then right away, I mean, not even, it wasn't even five seconds later, here come his bodyguards, right? It's Foley, <laughs> it's Pell, it's these guys, these, you know, and then they'll be the first one to be like, oh, you know, nobody, you shouldn't pick on anybody, you know, don't pick on anybody. <laughs> and then they're the first ones running, you know what I'm saying? So I was just like, what? Are these guys serious right now? Like, they're going to come at me? And then they think they're coming at me because of the Willie Austin thing, right? And it's like, dude, you guys obviously don't know me because I'm my own man and I don't play that, you know, like, middle school bullshit, right? Like, yeah. it's just not me, right? Your beef's your beef. My beef's my beef. You know what I mean? Even though You're Willie, saying Willie's beefs, if he gets into it with those guys. Yeah, I don't care. He shouldn't have, you shouldn't have to, to pick up, uh, you know, the bodies. For, yeah, for, they for thought that I was getting on Austin because of the Willie thing. Not at all. You know what I mean? Like, in the Willie thing with Flo, whatever. Like, I, those guys were there this weekend, man. I seen Christian and, and, and uh, those guys in the parking lot went right up. Hey, what's up? You know what I mean? That's not, that's not my deal. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to be best friends at a barbecue, but I'm also, like, I'm not going to have animosity towards people that didn't do anything to me. It's just not who I am, you know? So that kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. And then I guess I said something about, the man, and then he threw back at me, caffeinated did, about being the man, and I guess I missed that one. So then that kind of was like, hey, I was like, you want to be the man, then let's let's wrestle. You know what I mean? Right. So that's kind of how that started. And, and you know, I don't know if he's willing to wrestle or not. Um, well, let, let's get let's, let's get him on the line. On I'm on actually going to go to Campbell, though, uh, on my way to uh, uh, Super 32. Beautiful. I'm going to uh, uh, commentate their uh, their. Origin. their Scrimmage. Hello? Okay. He's online. 
Fully caffeinated. What's well, up, my friend? Welcome to the Stalemate Show. You got Corby in the house. You got Tyler on the ones and twos and myself. So uh, what's going on? Uh, you guys getting into a little bit of a scuffle? Ah, uh, dang. What's up? Fully caffeinated. Yeah. I can't hear you. You're kind of breaking up a little bit. Are you? Can you stand in a different spot maybe wherever you're at? When you called him, did a camel come up on the phone? <laughs> what's up? Logo. What's going on? Can you hear me now? I can hear yeah. you now. What's up? Uh, not much, man. I'm uh, you know, doing the work from home bit stuff because of uh, COVID nineteen. But um, yeah, got Corby Fat Stack there. Let's go. <laughs> what did you call him? On? Can you say that again? Corby Fat Stack. All right. Why do you call him that? I guess because he's putting up. He's putting up a stack. All putting right. up a thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, we send you guys both contracts. Are you guys, is this something serious? Or is this just going to stay on the internet or what's going on? Let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. I, about it. Yeah, all right. That's great. Let's go. I, I'm, I'm down with it, too. I think that'll be, I think it'll be great. I think it'll be good for Campbell. I think it'll be good for wrestling. And hopefully uh, down the line, uh, you know, some of these Twitter punks decide to, you know, put their <laughs> shoes on and we can turn this thing into you know, a, a street beef, you know, let's go, let's go. Yeah. So, so you're thinking let, 160, 160. Okay. Matt what are we going to do? Yeah, we'll do, we'll do, we do a weigh in prior. We do like an hour or two weigh in. Everybody weighs in together the whole card. Um, now okay. what are you thinking? Like, uh, so Zach, we haven't talked for sure, but we're, we're trying to maybe do like an end of March ish April type show. Would would that be something that'd work for you? Cause this wrestling season, I'm freaking so busy, man. Um, I, I can't. Oh come on, another two? Let's go. Well, I mean, oh, yes. okay. Well, right. listen. I mean, whatever. You're listen, gonna, you're if, gonna be fifty before you're gonna blow out your other knee before I ever get you on the match. Nah, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, don't worry. Hey, I'll have her all taped up. Don't worry about it. You thought? Hey, you don't think I'm I gonna make? You don't think I'm gonna make the weight, huh? Well, you know, I don't know. Like. I see, you know, I see you on camera sometimes. It's hard to hard to tell like how tall you are. You look a little bit heavy set, you know, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I got not a little bad, on me. Not bad for forty seven. Yeah, not I got a little on me. Definitely, I'm about but, one one seventy eight ish, one eighty, depending on the day. So but, but, okay, but let's let's slow down a little bit yeah. before we talk about like the the um, logistics of this match. What fully? We just got Corby's side of the story. Okay. What is your side of the story, and why are you taking shots at our friend Corby? And you're our friend as well, oh, but we want to know. All right. So, well, well, first of all, let's go back to last week's Hager Hour. Happy Hour. Corby, Hager's Happy Hour. Shout out to Hager's Happy Hour, by the way. Shout out Hager's Happy Hour. I've called in there before, right? Yeah. But I think, he, I think it was a little disinformation, some fake news, you know? So, you know, Corby Fastback talking about I split in his DMs, right? But then you saw the screenshot, I tweeted it, where he slid in my DMs asking me what I weighed, who I wanted to wrestle, and what I say. Corby, what I say? You said 160 Willie Saylor. And what did Willie Saylor say? Because here's the other thing. Willie was in the comments like, tell him what I said. Tell him what I actually said. And you never would on the happy hour. So if you're stalemates, you gotta, you got to let us know. What did Willie Saylor respond with? Willie Saylor said, I am an adult. I will not wrestle, but if he wants to go and if he wants to do an MMA boxing type street fight, I will fight him like a man. That's what Willie Saylor said. 
Oh, I thought he said other your assistant really funny. All right. No, no, that's not. That's exactly what he said. No, he did. He said, I, I, I don't. Oh, and no, and that's what he said. Oh, also, yes, there was something funny. He said, I'll, that way I can show everybody in the country I'm five foot two and not to be messed with. <laughs> that is funny. That is <laughs> there we go. That's right, what right. that's right. that's also I, was said. Look, I, I think I think, you know, people would like to see Willie on the mat, but uh, no, I think we're close enough in weight. We could probably we could probably make this work. Yeah, Willie but, making what's 160. What's I'm not else? so sure. He said, he said something else. What did he say? You were talking about the. Uh, um, well, what, why, what, you know, what caused this recent Oh, you were tiff? talking about the like men. You were like, oh, he's killed me. He's talking about what's got all this like now. But who used the like man phrase for us? You can't, I, you can't me like, what's got all this like man. So I was trolling you back. Yes. I was using your words. Yes, I missed that. And I said that before we called you that I went back and read and I said the man and you use my words back. Okay, and then, okay. yeah, I did. Right. I caught that when I went back. You know me, I'm new to this Twitter shit, right? So, <laughs> like, I know, I know. Yeah. So to me, I'm like, sometimes I miss that stuff. I'm trying to pick my game up and become more of a little bit of a smart ass, but this kind of hard. For me. I will say, Corby, this last little tiff that you got off. Um, got into with, mm-hmm. with um, Austin Early and then Pelican Head, you said, and then now yeah. fully caffeinated. You did step up your, your Twitter game a little bit before. Before, you would get into it, but then you'd be nice. This one, you put you put your foot all the way on the gas. Yeah, I just, you know, I don't know. I just felt, um, I don't know, I guess that that everybody came. That, that Austin and I are cool, right? That wasn't a, that listen, I, if I wanted to take a shot at Austin, like I, I'd, call Austin or talk to Austin about it. Right. So I wasn't doing that. And so when they came running, I'm just like, Whoa. And then the fact that it was fully too right away, I was like, what for real? Like this, like Foley's coming at me now. Like, <laughs> like not that we, you know, not that we're like boys or anything like that. Right. But we don't really beef much. Like we'll talk on, you know, DMS once in a while, but like to me, like let's wrestle, right? Like, Hey, it'll be great for Campbell. Um, and you know, for I think Street League. And listen, if 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 we can pull like let's say October twenty nine, like probably I, somebody said the date doesn't work for you. Is that right? Let's go. Let's do October twenty ninth. Yes. Yeah. Man, I don't know if that one will work. When are we thinking the next one's uh, going to be, Zach? Uh, you got. Are we going to do it by Christmas? I mean, I don't have to wait till the end of the year. I'll go Street League 3 for sure. You had you had me at 1K to Campbell. That's what you had. I'd wrestle a Gator for 1K to Campbell. <laughs> See, the there you go. Right. That's what I'm saying. And I knew that right away. And that's why I said that because I'm like, you know what? Like, he's like, he talks all this Campbell stuff. Like, he's a real punk if he doesn't wrestle for 1K for his school, right? So I figured... I knew you were going to do it. I was hoping you were going to do it. Um, Foley, did you wrestle? Yeah, I wrestled. Uh, to what extent? Uh, state qualifier at 119. Let's go. Let's go. That's better than me. Let's go. Let's go. What state? Well, I, it's different. It's a different animal in Virginia. So it's like oh, you guys got eight classes and shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we got eight classes. So I, was like in, I, was, I was in the TCIS. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It was like Norfolk Academy, Norfolk Collegiate, Cape Henry. It's like a bunch of like uh, private schools in the Hampton Roads area. But yeah. How tall I are you? I could never win the conference because there was this uh, there was this guy named Zach Weisberg who uh, I think he ended up going to Blair later. Ended up at Duke, but he was he was kicked my ass. Okay, how tall are you? Uh, five ten. Five ten. How uh, what do you uh, how old are you? Thirty seven. 
Yeah, see, shit, let's go. Did Did you actually I'm go not, to a yeah, little I'm dirt not, concert? I'm not, a, I'm not a still chicken, you know what I mean? No. Hey, I'm, Tyler wants I'm to know. I'm not in my 40s or 50s, but like. Fully. Tyler's yeah. got a question for you. Hey, this is Tyler. Did you actually go to oh. a little dirt concert? Yes. <laughs> okay, just had to confirm. There's all this little dirt talk, well, and I so couldn't tell the, if it was here's jokes. Here's a story on how I ended up there. I was with I was with some friends at the Ravens and preseason game, and then uh, that was wrapping up. And then we had some friends that, like, that's in an area in D.C. that they've got. They did some developments. They got, you know, they can get in and out. They're like, oh, we got to get a little dirt concert. So I was like, all right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who little dirt is, but I'm going to find out. Didn't that, didn't, wasn't that part of the beef was, or didn't you say something about that, Corby? I don't know. I might have brought up Lil Durk. He's <laughs> like tagging Lil Durk or something. Like, I don't know. How did you know, know that, Corby? What? That he went to Lil Durk. Hey, man, I got... Because he saw, he, saw he saw my geotag at the Anthem. Yes. Dang, Corby <laughs> looked up the, the geotag, and you looked up so, to see what was going so he's on. Playing, yeah, he's playing dumb on Twitter, but who knows? <laughs> well maybe after you guys wrestle if this ends up happening oh, i have my happening. i have my doubts on on if this happens or not what do you mean hey, you're gonna be you're gonna pull pat downey <laughs> caffeinated you're gonna you're gonna pull pat downey right there's off a, on your camel one person on there's only one person on the show right now that's been moonwalking since we got going <laughs> okay yeah. you got a you got a bad you got a bad knee let's push it to the spring no no i don't have to go spring oh, hey go. listen 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 the whole th- listen go back and read your tweets i said street league three i never brought up two i've got a lot going on between now and then there's no way like i'm not worried about the wrestling and i just said you're 10 years younger than me you're one of those guys, you know, like I said, you probably go to the gym on the treadmill and like you're looking over <laughs> no, and, and you no, swear, you swear every I'm chick's checking you out. You know, you're that guy, right? So I just have to get, I'm not worried about the wrestling part. It's just that like, you know, getting in shape. The only way you're going to beat me is if I get tired and I'm not going to get tired. What are we doing? Periods. What are we going? Two, two, two. We well, go- street league rules is one, two, two, unless it's like a pro bout, then it's two, two, two. But, uh, hey. I think this, this, one, two, uh, two, Becca two. Roper, Billy Sims one, I think is going to be one, one, one. So, oh, so right. we'll, we'll work on that as the time comes. Right. But one sixty, whatever Zach comes up with for street league. I mean, we're running so that these things are happening, what, every six, eight weeks. I mean, we could probably pick a weekend in December where there's a little bit of a lull and something where we could throw something together. Maybe, maybe this would be our I gotta first. I got to start going to the gym again. Maybe See, this, make me work out. This will be, be our. Good. It's going to be good for me, too. Like, I could lose, like you said, I'm got, you know, I still play shortstop in my softball league. I'm still pretty athletic. and But, like, I, I could lose a little. Like, if I lost 15, 18 pounds, got down to 160, I'd be feeling really good. And when it's all over, maybe we can all go to a little dirt concert together. Huh? What do you <laughs> yeah, think? you never Holy? know. You in? I mean, Holy? Holy? I mean, you in? I'm going to come in and now you going to your, uh, to your scrimmage, your guy, uh, the 23rd. You going to be there? I'll be there. You're going to be there. Be okay. There. All right, I I'm wish gonna, I could you're go. There? You're trying to announce. What, what duel are you trying to hit? No, I'm actually going to commentate your uh, that event on the 23rd. Um, I'm going to come down to because that's the same weekend as Super 32. So it's only what, okay. an hour and 20 minutes from Greensboro. So I'll go to Greensboro Friday. And then when those guys go to the event Saturday, I'll drive up to Bowie's Creek and then I'll do the okay. event. And Wait, then, yeah. You're invited, you're invited to my suite for the football game that night. Ooh. Oh, there we go. I might have to do that. We Dang. may have to get a square off. I wish that wasn't my freaking anniversary weekend or I'd be there. That sucks. No, it's a great Bring event. the wife. You know, it's always, 
it's still warm in North Carolina, so they they rolled the mats out outside. It's a nice uh, event. Are you doing it outside by the camel? The by the camel again or no? Yeah, and then mm. yeah, it's gonna be by the camel more than likely, and then uh, it's outside North Carolina. I think eleven thirty on the twenty third. Foley, if you we got make a lot it, of people who if we make it to the uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, you got a lot of people there that aren't like wrestling people, right? Like North Carolina is not known as a wrestling state. The school's really, you know, a smaller school. But a lot of people there, like, if it's outside, it just draws people in, especially when they're walking around the campus on a homecoming weekend. So that kind of makes it fun. Right. But, uh, so fully, before before we let you go here, we got to finish up our show here. But before we let you go, if we come down to Boone, North Carolina, would you come with us to the App State Duel? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, we'll, do, yeah. we'll do a video? We'll do it. All right. Um, well, thanks fully for calling in. Maybe this will happen. I appreciate Let's you do it. for entertaining this, this, uh, this madness. Appreciate it, my man. All right, guys. Thank you. Pretty good. Hey, there let's go. do it. Let's scrap. I'll, you know what I'm going to do, too? I'll probably, well, we could do a couple things. We could, we could wrestle first, and then I'll just jump on and commentate sweaty. <laughs> just <let> it, yeah. <laughs> like, just let it rip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, yeah, because that way I would miss less Matt, right? Because if we did it, let's say, like, towards the end, well, I got to go warm up or something, right? I could warm up. Mm. We could go first, and then I could just come right off the mat after I get my hand raised fully. And then I'll go to, uh, you know, and I'll go to uh, just jump right in the booth, sweaty, and, and let it rip. All right. I love it's it. Three. Let's do three. I mean, even if December, I, the 29th is so tough for me. I mean, maybe, just maybe, let me get home and see the rest of my schedule and what I, I, like I said, I'm not real worried about the wrestling end, like getting on the mat a whole bunch, like that, that's like riding a bike. It's just like getting in better shape and I don't have a lot of time, like the next, I'm really busy in mm -hmm. the next six weeks, so. Tyler's been, just started training, he's actually, uh -huh. uh, you're probably not going to make that practice today, will you? Um, it depends, and I'm, you know, it's not like I need to be there the full time, as long as I can get in there for a little bit, I'm okay. Okay. Well, Tyler's training. I think Tyler, this has not been announced yet. Um, we have, well, first of all, before we announce that, we have like, we're looking for a venue. We had a venue that we thought was going to work and ended up not working. <sighs> um, and it's not anybody's fault but our own. No. I like to announce something and then like that makes me make it happen. Yep. Mm -hmm. Find um, a place. No problem. So we'll find a place, yep. but uh, might get a little unorthodox with it. With that being said, Tyler's going to wrestle on the next card. That can be yes, our next sir. announcement there. Clap it up for him a little bit. Uh, have you picked a walkout song yet? I've picked out like five in my head. I don't know what I want right now. Coaches? Um, I've got some people in mind. I think definitely one will be my brother. I can't decide who the other one should be yet. Okay, you don't want to give out too much, it sounds like. No, well, no. What, what details do you want? Uh, I don't know. Just let's, what, do you think, what do you think the people should know about uh, you before you wrestle? Hmm. I think if they want to try to find anything about my background history, it's going to be really tough. There's not going to be well, much. not not that, but I mean, like, what are you going to do to this guy? We, he's he's coming out from, uh, I believe he's coming out from New Jersey. Jersey? His name is um, Aaron Bartlett from New Jersey. Okay. So he's he's coming out on his own dime. We're at New Jersey. I don't know. I haven't looked up anything on him yet. I will say this: Tyler started wrestling as a freshman in high school. Yeah. He started wrestling as a sophomore in high school. Tyler is involved. When he lived in Denver, he was involved in like their their like rec league club thing. Yeah, it was like a recreational adult club. And so was this guy. So okay, okay. Let's so he's not he's not doing like a kids rec league. He also is with adults. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. He's okay. like he's like, but he's their coach, so gotcha. I don't even know okay. to what extent. Should be fun then. Yeah. yeah. One hundred eighty pounds. Yeah, beefy boys. Tyler was originally going to wrestle the TikToker, which we haven't named yet, but the TikToker is actually going to wrestle a Bellator MMA fighter. Let's go. <laughs> TikToker sick. with over 7 million. Yeah. You thought the Bellator would match up more in promo. No, that's great. Followers. No, that'll be great. I mean, that that TikTok, you know what's so funny? Because he he came to the last event. Yeah, he, he was there. He just right. showed up. Yeah, he's an Iowa kid. and, and uh, He was a three-time state qualifier. State qualifier. That's all I want to say about him for now, though. Yeah, that's it. All right. Let's get into World Team Trials. I kind of missed a lot of Saturday. I was okay. up in Ames at the Iowa-Iowa State game. Next topic. Don't want to talk about that one because it was not fun. It was a long day. Um, but I went through, and I kind of went through the brackets. I didn't really get to go and watch a lot of the stuff, uh -huh. but uh, I feel like I got the gist of it. Um, I did watch about everything on Sunday. Uh, at 61 kilograms, um... Let's start off by saying that uh, you were wrong on your yeah, hunch. Thought I had Sean Garrett. Yep. But that's all right. Yep. Um, he did make it all the way to the quarters. Lost to Joe Cologne, who was my pick. So I was wrong there. That match was, uh, you know what? We had a. It was funny. Um, we had a Cody Goodwin. Uh, that match got over. And what was the final on that match? Um, 15 12? Was that for 15, who? Uh, Cologne and Nation. 13 12. Right. So it was 25. So we, so Cody says, well, well, Nebraska football, they were playing Buffalo. Will they, will they score 25 points on offense, you know, more than, you know, the, the match? And I think they did. They put up 28. But um, yeah, that was a high scoring match. Nation came back at the end. He just gave up too many head pinches early. Um, so my hunch was wrong there. That weight was so deep. I just wasn't sure. I thought he would be big, uh, which he was. Um, just Dayton was uh, Dayton was more offensive than I've seen Dayton. And he's got such good footwork. He doesn't he doesn't stop moving. It's been years. I mean, I haven't seen Dayton that offensive since he was, maybe he was a cadet. He was also able to figure out what Soriano couldn't figure out, which is like getting past his head and hands a little bit. He was able to move him, and then whenever he got him on the mat, it was, it was just more points. He just kept coming. Yeah, Fix is just, uh, I mean, he's gonna be. He looked, he looked good for the weight. His size was good. Um, there was a couple surprises for me. Who? Um, one, Tomasello looked really good. That's a nod mm -hmm. to the Oklahoma RTC down there um, with Lou Rizzelli and them. He's healthy. Healthy, finally healthy. That's what yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, he hasn't been healthy. He was going to step away from the sport um, for a while, like a little while ago. And then he, you know, kind of, you know, had some thoughts and came back and decided to come back and he got healthy. Um, and that's basically now what we're seeing. I mean, he was third at the trials. So I don't know why everybody overlooked him. Yeah. I did it. I kind of overlooked him too. Um, I thought he'd be a little small for the weight. Wasn't the case at all. He was, he was big for the weight. Uh, the next surprise so Thomas Hill is, a, I think, a surprise to most people. Then the next one was Siriano losing. What would you make of that? He never tiny. It, he was a different size human than the other guys in the weight class. Him and Zane Richards both were noticeably small for the weight. What do you think that? Um, well, the Soriano thing is that um, they didn't believe that Gilman was going to medal at the Olympics, right? So he had shrunk his body. He was ready to go 57 kg this weekend, right? Olympics weren't long ago. 
month, five weeks ago. Just hard to put your hard to put on. I mean, we're talking fifty-seven to sixty-one. We're talking eight point eight, right? Eight point eight good pounds. Yeah. In in five weeks, it's just not going to happen. He was tiny. It was noticeable. Um, it seemed like they did a good job of on his timing when they felt him. He, they kept him on his heels. Kept him on his heels. He you could see daylight through th- underneath his his uh, toes. It's never good. You know, I mean, when you see a guy out there wrestling, you can see daylight underneath his toe, like mm-hmm. of his feet through his shoes. That's not good. And a lot of the day, you could. He was he was so on his heels that it the time that they could see when he was going to shoot because he'd have to come off his heels to his balls before he could shoot, and they would jam him. They would jam him. They would jam him, and he just couldn't get going. He was small. So I say, I think he comes back. I mean, I just, I don't think his head's right. I think a lot going on. Um, you know, is he going to come back? You know, they're talking to this, talking that. I just think there's a lot going on. Um, I think this uh, weekend will prove to him he needs to come back. Um, he needs to wrestle more. Right? I, think, uh, I think one thing that I paid attention to, and I've seen this happen a couple times, and I've been right about it, but this might be one of my – Colin Cowherd type takes where I say something a little bit outlandish and then people, you know, roast you for it a little bit. But if you watch the way sometimes when people lose and how they react to their own corner when they're walking off the mat, Mm -hmm. might be some indication of where he's going to go. If you see him kind of walking, it could have been, you can't hear a lot, you know, especially if you're walking, watching on stream, you're not there in person. But I remember when Austin DeSanto lost. And this is when he was in direct, when he was at Drexel. And he lost, I think, to a Rutgers kid on the backside. Uh, yeah, Del Vecchio. Okay, so he lost to him, and I remember I him like kind of like pointing at his corner and being mad. And then next thing you know, he transferred out to Iowa. Uh, there's a, I felt like I saw, and I haven't went back and watched it a second time, but I felt like I saw a little bit of like him just kind of walking away from his corner and not being like super happy with how it went. Whether he was mad at himself, I don't know. But in my opinion, I think he's out of there at Arizona yeah. State. Well, the thing too with me, like him, right, like. You see, you see Nick Soriano, right, coming to the mat. It's, you know, he's walking like a peacock, right? He's, you could just see it, right? He didn't have that. Walk to the, you just see it in his body language, right? His mm-hmm. body language wasn't the same. He wasn't peacocking, wasn't on his tiptoes, wasn't walking with that big chest. There was just a different demeanor about him, right? And, uh, I don't know, just probably stuff going on. He's got to find it, got to figure out what he wants to do. To me, um, wrestling more is better for some kids, right? And I think he needs to get back in the grind, man. And, and just and in the college room and get back in the grind and just get back at it, practicing every day, every day, every day. And uh, and I think we'll see. And he's definitely a 125-pounder. I mean, he looked tiny. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think it could happen. I think this weekend is an indication that I think he needs it for a lot of the reasons. Um so we'll see. I mean, I hope he does it for the right reasons if he comes mm-hmm. back, right? It's not just chasing the NIL because, you know, the stats came out last week on the NIL. I mean, wrestling's down the list. Women's volleyball is number two. 81% of the of the money going out on NIL, the athletes are just social media posting, you know? So, mm-hmm. there, I mean, it's not what everybody thought it was going to be. I, I figured this was going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, and hopefully people are going to realize that, hey, you know, I think the NCAA is sitting back kind of laughing because everybody always like, oh, they're doing this, they're doing that, right? And, oh, they're making money. We could be making money. And when it all comes out in the wash, it's like 
The kids aren't right. going to make that much money, so it's just like, okay, like maybe they'll just forget it and go back to the way it was. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's stupid. You know, when you start chasing money, I mean, look at JB, right? JB was a man, right? Going to Ty, Ty John, right? Olympics, right? Started doing commercials. Started going out on the road. He's on Good Morning America. He's on this show. He's on this, doing this commercial, this ad. Lost, mm. right? He'll tell you. He was chasing. Don't chase. This sport isn't a sport that we, you know, you don't start it thinking you're going to make money. I don't know where the, all of a sudden the turn went through. People are thinking they're going to start making money wrestling, right? Stop. Just continue what you're doing. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? That's why I think we're starting to, you know, and you're going to see this. There's going to be, there's going to be an issue in college too, right? There's going to be guys. There's going to, this is going to, you know, there's going to be guys that are going to, Stay in it, thinking they're going to get some money, and then they're not. There's going to, it's going to mess with guys. Guys are going to be chasing the money. You're going to see guys that you know maybe fall off a little bit from what you thought they were going to jump a level, and they went the other way. Maybe they're, you know, doing it for the wrong reasons. I don't know. That's my opinion. I mean, you can listen. You'll be able to make money your whole life. You'll get out to work your whole life. Go to college, enjoy it, enjoy the grind. You know, reach your goals. And you can make money the rest of your life. I, th I, don't, I, think I don't like it. I think that's interesting because uh, Spencer Lee's kind of done the opposite. I know he he's doing the the cameo and he's doing um he's got the Rudis deal now, which I feel like the Rudis deal is a little bit different because it's a wrestling brand, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but he talked about like I don't really care too much about the money. Like he he talked about uh, he wanted to just wrestle he didn't want his whole feed to be swipe up here by this by that mm -hmm. so i think it's kind of kind of interesting um to see the way he's approached it compared to some of the other guys um before we get off of this weight though really quick uh i know your guys' show at the first word every monday correct it's live typically yeah we have been it's been it's been weird now with travel this week we're gonna go actually wednesday so well live on the rock fin yep. mondays or wednesdays something like that yeah you guys like to cover a lot of the guy, the talent young before the rest of the people really know who they are. Right. Did Carter Young surprise you this weekend? Yes. Yes. Carter Young goes through DeShazer, right, at first. Okay. He beats DeShazer. He beats uh, he Graf. beats Graf. He beats, mm -hmm. he beats Seth, uh, Gross. Seth Gross. We didn't get to see him in Suriano. That would have no, been No, which is weird because... Why do you think Suriano wrestled Mac but not... Carter Young. Because Carter just beat Nation. And I, I, my opinion, I just think it's like, hey, why well, wrestle the high school kid? You know what I mean? That's my opinion. Because school in Northwestern doesn't start till September 21. So he was still wrestling under Gator Wrestling Club, although the Northwestern guys were around him, but they weren't in his corner. Um, so, you know, he lost to Mendez at Juniors. That was his only loss at Juniors was to Mendez. Yeah, what he did, yes. That's, now, is he on the level where I thought he could pick off a guy or two, but beating Nation, beating Nation Gross and and Graf, are you kidding me? In high school, what is we he, haven't 19, seen this. 18, yeah. 19? You know, Logan Steber did this, right? Logan Steber did this in high school, right? And um, got third at trials, and everybody. I mean, it was it was the talk of the town, right? And hopefully, this kid. Um, you know, I mean, it has been the talk. People are, are pumped up about it. Um, it's interesting, right? Because you got Cannon. Right, who was seventh last year at yep. 33, right? Mm -hmm. Coming back at 33. The kid's a 33 41. 
So you probably redshirt him, let Tal Shahar go 41, and then next year maybe Cannon or him. You think they're going to redshirt him? I think he redshirts. Is he big? Is he, he could make 25? Nah, can't make 25. Uh, can be a 33, would be a small 41, but has the frame to grow. But Cannon's big too, so I think they'll wait and see how big he gets. And then Northwestern's kind of underrated when it comes to recruiting lightweights. If you think about it, I know they haven't been the best at retaining the lightweights. Right. You know, you got Meechich was originally there. Yeah. A lot of people forget that. You got Sebastian Rivera was yeah. there, yeah. gone. And then you got this Carter Young kid, Cannon. Yeah. Like those. You go back to Brandon Preeson. Yeah. I mean, for a, for a while now, they've been pretty good at recruiting the lightweights. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope they don't redshirt them. That could be a Braxton Amos situation where it's like, why didn't he wrestle last year? That would have been awesome. I think they redshirt him just because I don't think Cannon is big enough for 41 coming off a seventh place finish. Um, and I don't think, you know, the kids wrestling, you know, 61 KG, 134, um, being a 41 D1 Big Ten right out the gate, small. I don't know. I don't know if that's a great idea. I mean, you got Rivera, you got Ironman, you're going to have, you know, a lot of good guys. Oh, did you guys see too? Uh, Austin Gomez is going 149. Really, one forty nine. I saw change his handle. He did. He changed it. (laughs) I saw. I saw him this weekend. My man. My man hit the weight room. He's getting. He's. He's pre cut. I I wouldn't say totally chiseled by any means, but way bigger, chest bigger, bigger, like a a bigger human. How tall is he? I would say five nine. I've stood next to him. I don't think he's five nine. Five eight, five nine. It's my guess. I'm gonna look that up. I'm five six. So. I think he's 5'9". You think so? Yeah, I do. I think Austin's 5'8", 5'9". But 149, he looks barrel-chested. Um, yeah. You know, he's always cut weight his whole life, so, we'll, you know, not cutting weight should help. Right. We'll see. Um, they don't have the height on here. Okay. But but, but he's he's definitely shorter. Yeah. Imagine at 149, Jared Dagan, who's like the tallest 49-pounder in the country, I think, and then Gomez, <laughs> if they wrestled against each other, that'd be that'd be fun. That would be. That's interesting. I didn't see that. I that could be that. like me and Foley, right? What's he say? He's 5'10". <laughs> yeah. I got to watch yeah. out for cradles. I got to catch a hand, two hands <laughs> over, other side of the head, two hands, catch it, baseball bat, yeah. out leg, outside leg up, turn in, high uh, crotch is coming. Buddy. Maybe you guys can wrestle, and then there you get, and then and Gomez can wrestle. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. That wouldn't happen. Uh, 65, though, not too much to talk about here. Uh, no. Yanni Diakamahalis ended up winning. Uh, first world team. That's pretty cool. One thing I want to talk about a little bit. Uh, first match, 7-4 Yanni, 17 seconds to go. He decides, I'm going to dive in on a double. Dives in on a double. Uh, Joey goes front headlock, kind of pushes him, and stands him up, pushes him out 7-5, right? 17 to go when that happens. They go out of bounds. There's maybe 7 to go. Get into a situation Joey snaps him, gets front headlock again, right? Goes head pinch at the buzzer for two. Puts him on Beats his back. Him. Yeah. Seven, seven, right? And I, like I said, I, I never want to fault kids for um, staying offensive, but there's a time where you got to manage, right? And and Yanni knows it. Head a he knows bit, it. Right? Yanni knows he has a problem at that a little bit at the end there, closing things out. And uh, I w- it was cool to see that he he lost that that match went that way in like 17 seconds, right? Like he could have easily folded, right? He could have melted, mm-hmm. right? And uh, it was cool to see him come back, keep his composure. He only had 20 to 25 minutes to come back for match two, um, and win. And uh, he commented about that in the in the post match interview a little bit that you know 
I don't see guys like Jordan Burroughs and Kyle Dake and David Taylor. When they drop a match, I don't see them melt. He's like, they come back and they're ready to go. He's like, so I had to, you know, block it out of my mind, come back, ready to go. He did. And then match three, he just, he looked great. He looked better he as looked it went great. on. Yeah, I, th I didn't really, I mean, it was cool to see Joey McKenna win. I didn't really think he was going to end up getting the best out of those three. But I feel like that kind of happens a lot with, um, maybe the Cornell dudes just love wrestling too much or something. You know, like They maybe, like to get in there. Maybe they like to just get in there too much instead of, you know, it, it is a little bit of game planning sometimes. Yeah, and I think Yanni's learning, right? You could see his in interviews lately. He's brought Gilman up a lot, right? He spent a lot of time with Gilman in the, at the Olympics, and, and Gilman helped him, you know, think different ways, see things, I think, from different perspectives, and sharpen his mind, right? And uh, can, can you explain great. to people, a lot of people are excited that he made the world team because we're finally going to see him more on the international level because for so long he's had trouble getting past our domestic guys. Why is there such a difference, and why is why is there this theory that Yanni's going to be the guy because he's better than everybody else internationally? What what explain that for people? Because I'm kind of confused. I'm kind of newer to the, the freestyle okay. game. I've been think, more of a college fan, but explain why it's better for us to have Yanni out there than uh, J.O. or whoever. Well, I, I think this kind of started right with, um, so, Volgar, Aruja, which is Vito's father, right? Was a was a medalist, couple time medalist, right? And so growing up, right, you know, Vito had that training, and then Yanni, you know, people get confused. They think Yanni and Vito grew up together, which they grew up, you know, with five hours, four hours apart, but they got together a lot. So I think through that Russian growing up, right, training that, so people thought, oh, they're learning from this from this foreigner that they're gonna be have a better feel and be more adapt to foreigners. Like right? the gamesmanship a little bit. And just the feel, right? We go, 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 go. And we're squeezing and we're tense the whole time, right? Where the European style is they're loose, right? They're kind of loose, loose. Then they go, right? Where we're always, you know, it's just a style difference, right? And, and, uh, and we're always in the great shape, right? And they may not be, but they, they always have an attack they can score in the last 20 seconds, right? So I think, and then growing up where Yanni did good in the age group and just his style, he's loose, he, he's good in all positions. So I think it's just uh, people have this theory that, you know, or perception that he's going to do better, you know, against the, the Europeans. And, you know, I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily true or not. I mean, the Muskayev match, I mean, we, we've seen him a little bit against some senior level guys, but not a lot. So this, this will be interesting. I'm hoping we can get off the schneid here at 65 kg, right? We haven't had a medal in, I mean, since Zadik, right? It's been a while. So, I mean, it's been a while. And, you know, for him, right, you got to focus on go get a medal and just keep getting medals, right? I mean, you get a medal, now you're sitting, right? You're I mean, our, our system is set up pretty nicely for guys that – are high level and can medal. You just keep meddling, you medal and you're sitting. You, you sit, you wait for you don't have to do anything. You just wait for some guy to wrestle you two out of three. You know what I mean? And then you keep meddling, right? And and I think with his age, right? I think we're gonna we could see him, you know, be the guy now for a while. I think the Zane looked good at 70, got bigger. So, you know, that cut to 65 could be rough for Zane in the future. You know, we're seeing Joey who's young. We're gonna have some younger guys that are in the scene. I mean, Ironman's going to come on and he's pretty crafty, but I mean, I, I mean, it could be Yanni for 
Yanni's going to be there for foreseeable future, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Yanni's probably. Yeah, I, I don't see how Yanni's not good through twenty thirty two. Yeah, I felt yeah. like this this World Team Trials was interesting because uh, I felt like we saw a lot of the the um, the guys who have been around really get their spot rather than these young guns that are coming along and, and stealing these spots away. Like our next weight we're going to talk about, 70 kilograms. Uh, James Green gets it done again. Willie put out that really interesting tweet saying he's owned that weight since the year after it became a weight. Uh, he took out Ryan Deacon, who looked good, uh, but James Green just uh, he took care of business. Yeah, I think the last guy, I think in 14, it was Maribel who was JB's first domestic loss, Yeah, I right? remember that on Criteria, right? Yeah, I remember Maribel slipped and fell off the fell off the, the treadmill. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that whole thing, right? And then then James comes, takes over. I picked James. I just, I have a hard time, right? I mean, that's James's weight. That's James's spot. Nobody's beat James at that weight. That's his weight. Until somebody does, I had to go with James. And, you know, he proved it. He looked good. Uh, you know, Deacon looked like might have popped, you know, Pantaleo's rib. I saw that. So that kind of, you know, I'd like to see that healthy, right? But that's, you know, that happens. Um, I think we're solid at that weight. What did you think? Did you see anything at that weight that stood out? Um, so that was one that I really only got to see the the Sunday matches. I did see that James Green had his um, mentor in the building, that Bob. Did you see that documentary that floated with that Bob guy there? And Bob was in the house, and mm-hmm. I looked, I saw that, and I said, there's no way he's losing with that guy in the stands. I don't know if you mm-hmm. if you enjoyed that little documentary that, yeah. that floated. But, um, you know, it's his house. You know, he's back in Lincoln. And the Southeast RTC guys and girls looked freaking good all weekend, I thought. Uh, James and Jenna both. Um, but that was cool to see him kind of come back. Those are the guys that I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. And so from the fan side of things, I just love to see it. He, he's They've got that sprint. Him and Jordan Burroughs both have that Nebraska sprint at the very end. So uh, I think it was the, the first match was the one that was, like, down to the wire. Or they both were. I can't remember. I think Deacon wasn't Deacon. He took him down right away. Yes, and, and then, then James James came back. Yep. Yep. So it was cool to see see that kind of kind of a little bit of a uh, little nostalgia there seeing that happen. Um, yep. The next weight seventy nine kilograms. This was the one that was the talk of the town. Uh, this is what got you into some hot water. Uh, the seating with how this went down uh, was Downey going to make the weight? Was he not? I got a theory that the whole time that Downey wasn't gonna go and this was all just a troll to see um people's reactions i don't really know downy like that but from what i do know he likes to get the people talking a little bit i think him going 79 kilograms was going to get the people talking um did he he didn't go to he didn't go did he he didn't show up yeah so he wasn't there he posted the picture with the mcdonald's and the weed and the everything else that was just a troll job the thing with downy is he's smarter than people think he would not just upload that photo like actually eating at mcdonald's like he purposely put the weed in the picture he purposely had the mcdonald's with the mcnuggets and everything he knew that everybody was saying he wasn't going to make weight so he so he threw out the bait out there correct and what does the wrestling community go out and do they bit it and they ate it up they tweeted about him they talked about him that's exactly what he wanted um that's exactly what happened I don't think he was ever going to go. He didn't go. I really wanted him to go. I wanted to see what was going to yeah. happen between him and Nolf, if that was going to be the first round uh, 
thing. I, I think it would have been good for Donnie to show up. Um, but it didn't happen, so we don't really got to talk about it too much. But I just personally think he wasn't going to go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was ever a plan, um, to be honest with you. Uh, after he registered, he was up in New Hampshire for a while, and I don't think he was doing much training in New Hampshire. So yeah, I don't think he was ever really planning on going. Um, then in the back of the mind, in the back, right, you think, oh, man. Maybe like, there's a chance. Yeah, right, yeah. if he did, right, if he did. But, you know, I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just wish he'd move on to maybe, maybe he'll fight, you know, and, and do that or something. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's a weird story. Yeah, I think he needs to focus on himself, right? Um, just forget about it for a while, forget about the wrestling thing, and just work on Pat whatever you know he needs and worry about everything else down the road yeah i think that's that's well put there um this was a fun wait though isaiah martinez i was really hoping we were going to get that jb match that we never got we didn't get that uh I'm um, our man he's had one right i mean he, you know, he gets a keeps call skimming by and then we found out afterwards his his yeah, lady we, had the baby or is having yeah, a baby he's, we, he's had it now yeah it now. you know we got word that morning um before wrestling even started that, you know, her water had broke and she was in labor and, you know, and then he goes out his first match, doesn't look the greatest. And I mean, you could, you kind of tell his head wasn't in it. Um, you know, his body didn't look the greatest, but Imar never, I mean, you go back to 57 Imar, he kind of had a little, even though his genetics just aren't the greatest, right? He, he always had a little pooch, right? Little belly. So, um, yeah, I, I just don't think his head was in it. You know, um, and Jordan kind of called it. Yeah. You know, and that little clip fellas tweeted out the flow clip. Yeah. Um, he kind of called it Jordan. Uh, yeah. He, you know, had some things to say, I, you know, I, I like that side of Jordan. Um, you know, Hey, say what you think. Right. Um, for a lot of years, I think he held that back. Um, but now, you know, Hey, say what you think. Right. And you know, Jordan, Jordan looked great. Um, let's, let's talk about the Jordan Burroughs, Jason Nolf match a little bit. Was there, I mean, you see that a lot with freestyle. They're going out there and they're pushing the head. They're, they're pushing on the shoulders. They're trying to get, you know, something out of the guy. But from the outsiders, I saw a lot on Twitter too. People said that was like chippy. And then there was no handshake at the end, which I actually don't really think Jason Nolf did that on purpose. I think that was more so like with COVID now, we don't know what we're supposed to do kind of thing. Unless there's something that you know that I don't know. Was there some sort of animosity between the two, or is that just competitors being just, competitive? Just competitors being competitive. Um, no, nothing at all. I mean, his early round match with Chance was a barn burner, right? I mean, four to one, I think. Chance got in multiple times on Jordan's legs, um, just couldn't finish. Um, and then the Nolf match, yeah. I mean, there was there was a little chippy. I, I think, you know, at that level, right? Like you said, there's, I mean, there's a lot that goes on to try to get to the shot, right? And um, you know, I think there was a little, you know, head slap here and there. I think maybe an eye poke here or there. But, I, I mean, just the way it is, right? I mean, guys, sometimes when you get hit really hard, you know, you just hit back. You know what I mean? And then the ref blows and warns you both. And I don't think it's – it's just reaction, right? I don't think there's any bad blood between those two at all. Um, I mean, how do you hate – I mean, I don't know if anybody doesn't like Jason Nolf, you know? Yeah. It's kind of hard. Uh, Jordan Burroughs and Derringer. Great. I thought Derringer was, I honestly, I thought, I didn't publicly put it out there, but I thought Derringer was going to win. He's just so freaking big and strong. Mm, long. And I thought it was going to be tough for JB to to handle the, the weight that big. 
and then I was so wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and one thing that I think we need to give the officials a little bit of credit for was when Jordan Burroughs timed that whistle like that. They didn't blow it dead. They let it go. Because sometimes so you'll see it's a lot in folk style when you're in that top bottom position where a kid does time it perfectly and then the ref doubts it and is like, uh, I think he jumped it, especially if the other corner jumps up. They let it happen. And that was he nice. Took him into the stands. Nice. Uh, multiple times he put him on the outside. Um, and Derringer had him on his freaking back. And actually, I thought right. that's when I was like, oh, yeah, this is not going to be good for JB. I don't want to see him get pinned. I'm a huge Jordan Burroughs fan like everybody else in the world. But Jordan didn't get pinned, and then he ended up still winning that match. Yeah, he, that was a, that was exciting start, right? Because Jordan, Jordan blasts him for four, right, off mm -hmm. the edge, and then Ringer comes back with a patented lefty Ringer freaking carry, right? Boom, right to his back for four, and and then uh, yeah, I mean, you know, JB scored eight points in that match, and with three doubles, uh, it was a four and two twos, all doubles. And then if you noticed, so one thing with JB too. Um, he never wrestled any of those guys before. So, you know, to, and he said in the interview too, to mimic my speed or to have somebody, like, until you felt me before, it's really hard to mimic what, you know, my power and speed. He's like, but then Especially once you feel this, it. this age too, how's he still doing it? I know. He's like, and then once they feel it. Sometimes these guys will, they'll do something that worked for them the whole time, but then towards the end of their career, they change up their game a little bit and they're not the same. He's still doing those super explosive doubles from space it's amazing well that's the thing too in my opinion if we go back like let's say the first like four or five years it was all double right and then the last couple years we've seen a lot of singles and other push motion outs. push outs and go behinds right he hasn't just been double 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 right so i figured this you know and a lot of that is weight cut not feeling as explosive not you know what i mean and little injuries dinged up here and there um and now being healthy being a little bigger and these guys not feeling him before right like even in the second match would he get one double you know ringer mm -hmm. felt it and was able to kind of slow it down a little bit and uh so yeah that'll be interesting too at worlds when he gets some of these 79s that he hasn't wrestled before how yeah. you know he'll he'll probably chew through them that you know until you feel it right it's hard to gauge and get ready for uh, Jaden, the wrath of God, Cox is back on the team, looking good, sweaty as ever, but he got it done. Yeah. Colin Moore, was it that match or was it the Nate Jackson match? I think it was the Nate Jackson match when he popped his, was it pop his shoulder out? I've never had something like that happen. Is that something where you, are you like, is it hurt for a long time afterwards or once it's popped back in, you're back to hundred percent? Cause he looked like he got it re-injured in the Jaden match. Yeah, so usually what happens is, like, there's a tear in there, right? So it, like, you tear the labrum or, you know, the, the muscle that holds the shoulder in the socket, and they'll pop out, and then, you know, as the tear gets worse, they pop out more, and it takes less and less to pop out. What happens typically is, yeah, it pops out, and it hurts, and then once they get it back in, it doesn't hurt, feels okay. Um now the next day you know it's going to be really sore probably but um yeah it's just a position too or it's a thing too that like if you'll notice him he 
that shoulder, right? Then you don't want to get stuck underneath, right? Guys will shoot more sweeps or they'll shoot their, their knee pole. They'll stay out of being, getting weight on, sprawled on that shoulder. That happens too. You get extended on a shot and that guy sprawls and a lot of times. Which Jaden does a lot of. Right. So you have to work corner or come up through a guy. It really, it's, it's crazy and people don't realize it a lot. There's so many athletes out there in the college season that, you know, hurt their shoulders, that tear a labrum, right? And now it changes their way they wrestle, right? It changes their shots. They can't get up underneath the guy anymore. They got to change. Dagan. Jared Dagan's one of those guys. Yeah. Oh, everything, yeah. You can't get under guys. They get that weight on it. You get extended, and they sprawl, pop out every time. You know, and then what happens, It sometimes it tears more and more, and then what ends up happening is it just ends up popping out all the time, right? Your collar tie, and it pops out. You know, then it's like you just got to get it fixed, right? One thing with Jaden Cox that I've realized is how would you – well, first of all, how would you coach against somebody like him? Like, if you're telling your guy, hey, you got to go beat Jaden Cox, how are you doing it? Because the way he, that he wrestles is he doesn't necessarily shoot all the time, but he makes you shoot. And so that's why I feel like a lot of his matches are boring because people know that and they're not going to shoot on him because he's so, he's so flexible, one. He's so savvy, right? Training with Mike Ironman, they kind of have that similar style. Jaden Ironman has that same style where they – they're kind of more defensive, but they're so good from that position. Why would you ever shoot? And then he's just tough to score on. So what do you, what do you, cause if that first match, Colin Moore kept shooting and then he kept getting scored on every single time. Right. So the second time he goes out there, he doesn't shoot nearly as much. Still didn't work for him. Yeah. He's so quick. Right. I probably, you know what? I'd see if I could, maybe they let me where I call the guy from sham. Wow. That guy. <laughs> see if and see if I could get that. some gloves. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. I could grab him then. But no, just kidding. But no, he uh because Kyle he, Dick had trouble with that too. Yeah. You can't grab him. Um he's so elusive, right? Um, and his motion. What I like this weekend is we saw we saw J Jaden move laterally, right? He was starting to move and get off the tracks, not just level changing and staying in front of the guy, right? You gotta move side to side a little yeah. bit. He was starting to do that more. He's rusty. Um, definitely rusty, um, trying to get his timing back. You could see it, um, still explosive and good. Um, he said he gave his performance a D. Um, he's like, I'm just not totally back yet. My timing, but he doesn't think it's going to be a problem by the world championships, which was, you know, which is three weeks away. He thinks he's going to get, you know, everything will be fine. So. Which is great. I mean, he looked good. Colin Moore looked good. Uh, Nate Jackson looked good, then lost to Colin Moore, then didn't wrestle back, which I have a problem with. Yeah, I saw some bit. people talking about not just Nate Jackson, but just yeah. people in general. I think Ramos tweeted something about, uh, yeah. you know, you should go back and wrestle on the backside. That's hard, right? It's one of those things that... Especially if you're a coach, I feel like you should definitely do that. Yeah, right? And I get what the coach is going to say. I see all sides, right? It's not a team. It's not... Yeah, but it's like, you know, there's no team component. To the mm -hmm. freestyle side of things, I don't know if I have an RTC. If it was Corby RTC. You're it being my it being your contract. You pull out of an event without it without the trainer pulling you out. That's minus fifteen hundred. Mm. I'd be taking money. <laughs> we, we don't we don't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we wrestle. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, the guys in Fargo eleven and one get third. You know what I mean? Like, what do you tell your athlete? Everybody, everybody that makes national tournament, their goal is to win it, right? Round of 16, I lose. Well, Coach Jackson, I'm done. What do you mm -hmm. mean? You got to wrestle back. You can get it for your team. You got to do it. No, I'm done. Well, how, what do you say, Nate? Yeah. 
What do you say, Nate? I mean, what do you say? Well, hopefully, Nate, you know, you're going to want to go talk to him, right? Nothing against Nate. Love Nate. But I, I, and I'll talk to him a little bit about it when I see him. And I think his thoughts and is that he doesn't owe anybody anything that he, that he trained and he did it. It's for me. And I did this and, and I don't feel that I have it in me to go do this anymore, but he's a smart guy. And I guarantee if you sit down and have a conversation with him, you know, he's not, he's one of those guys that opinions can change, right? You get different, you know, different information and things can change. And I think he'll, he may look back on that and, and, and change his mind. I, I have a feeling he will. I have a feeling he'll probably talk to his team about it. Just my opinion. I just, man, as a coach, how do you, it's tough, right? Yeah. What do you say to your guys? Yeah. Um, one twenty-five. Let's round out the show here, Let's talking about that. Nick, I was, was wrong. Nick Wazdowski, was wrong. Mr. Sticker Mule himself. Yep. Looked pretty good with Spartan up Love there. Nick. Um, you know, it seemed like Wazdowski was kind of uh, gonna enter the professional world for a while. Yep. Gable says, "Hey, you know what? I'm going to WWE." Wazdowski says, "I'm coming back." Or maybe he did before that. I think he did before that. But I think the overall feeling was Gable was leaving. Or yeah. maybe he did say, hey, I think I can beat Gable, right? Uh, so Gwizdowski comes back, and he looks freaking good. Every, for a long time there, everybody was like, Mason Paris is going to beat Gable. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that era of, of wrestling? Yeah, I do. And Gwizdowski just handled Mason Paris like it was mm. uh, the, the freaking Wednesday night trash bag. You know, he just yeah, took yeah, him yeah. and said, oh, is, this is, See, look yeah. at me. I'm the, I'm the trash man. I'm here to, to handle the business. No, that was... And Mason um, Paris looked freaking good. I can't wait for folk style. Yeah, Mason Paris really good. Um, I can't believe... No, I can't. I mean, Gwiz is really good. Um, like you said, just the, you know, the way it's gone for Gwiz lately. I didn't know... You know, he rejuvenated, right? He got rejuvenated, and that's great. Um, I th- well, we I'm saw happy. It, we saw it with a, a few guys that left their longtime camps. They go somewhere else. They get, you know, whether it's new looks from new coaches, they get uh, training partners, new looks from training partners or better training partners or better coaches. It could have been the case here with him and Spartan. Yeah. I mean, I think. Uh, and that's not shots fired of where he came from. You know, we see that all the time with guys, right? Uh, James Green at Southeast RTC, Gordon Burroughs at Penn. They, sometimes you need a new, new, just not against anybody, right? Sometimes you just want to be somewhere else in life, right? Sometimes you move, mm-hmm. you go somewhere, right? And and that's what's, uh, you know, for Nebraska, right? I, I mean, you know, Manning and Schneider over there this weekend. I, I mean, I imagine, you know, heavy hearts for them, right? I mean, they love those guys, right? Green and Burroughs are their guys, right? And, you know, everything happens for, you know, it's it's hard, right? This college thing, like these college kids travel across the country, go to college. They train eventually, right? People want to go home. Mm-hmm. It's hard, right? Like Jordan, his wife, they want to go home, right? James, it, one of, it's it's hard, man. Look at Ohio State lost, you know, Travell, right? Wife wanted to go home. You know what I mean? It, it happens. So, you know, uh, but yeah, no, rejuvenate. I think Jordan, you know, being near family, you know, happy wife, ha- happy wife, happy life, right? So I think he's he's happy being around family and in Philly and uh, I think he's going to stay around for a while. I think he goes through 2024 and should be fun. Yeah. 79 is going to get interesting in our country here real soon, right? Do mm-hmm. we see do we see Zahid next year decide to shrink his body? I think Mark's too big. Where was Zahid? Can't too big. Too big. 174, he's a 189 now at 86 kg, just too big. Same with Mark. 
It's too big. Carter Starachi looked good. I forgot beat to Jason, talk about him. Beat yeah. Nolf. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Where everybody, yeah. you know what? It was it was run after that Nolf Burroughs match. A lot of people in the you know wrestling, you walk around, talk to people. A lot of people say this: if if Burroughs makes his team be his last one next year, seventy nine, no way he beats Nolf. Nolf like this. Nolf, 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 and then here comes Carter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people don't realize how good he is. Oh, Carter. Yeah. So people don't realize how good he is. People don't realize his work ethic. People don't realize his love for the sport. That kid's like, if he's not in the room wrestling, wrestling, he's he's rolling jujitsu. He's rolling like, that. dude is a gym rat. Mm. Loves it, loves it. So, yeah, sky's the limit for him. You watch that. This kid's gonna gonna be a a Penn State great. Like, I mean, the kid could. I mean, look what he just did last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, well, Corby, thanks for coming on the show. We started off hot. We had fully caffeinated in the house. We're gonna wrestle, man. We're I'm gonna, pumped. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out some way or another. Maybe, maybe that's just something we just do, like one match. Now we don't need a full right. card. Just one match. I'm put it up on the YouTube. That. Put it live. You know, maybe, maybe put a ten by ten in here. You know, who cares? We'll, we'll figure it wrestle out. Wrestle in a phone booth. Uh, but thank you for coming on. Yeah. Uh, find Mask Out Corby uh, every Wednesday now. On the rock, yeah. Mondays, Wednesdays, sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, and we usually tweet it. It's like with travel, it's so it's all over the place. Like I'm not getting home till tomorrow. Willie got home today, so we'll do it Wednesday. So, and then, uh, yeah, we're gonna be doing uh, be a lot of college stuff coming, a lot of high school stuff coming. Um, Street League Two, he's gonna be on the mics again. Street League Two, I'm gonna be on the mics again for sure, hundred percent. Um, yeah, actually, this week too, I got. Uh, you know, have you heard of that new pro league they're starting? Oh yes, CWA. Yeah, so Friday CWA night, Friday that? nights to draft in Philly. Yeah, they're actually going to do like a football league style <laughs> draft. So I'm going to commentate it. Should be fun. Um, yeah, it's be interesting. I mean, you got you got Marsteller, you got McKenna, you got Darian Cruz, you got Shelton Mack, uh, you got Nate Jackson. Okay. Uh, are going to be uh, uh, Marsteller, I said. Uh, those guys are all going to be captains. They're going to, like, pick teams. And then they're going to go for, like, October 21 and 22 are going to be pilot events in, like, PA area. Then they want to try to do the league, like. They got to come to Iowa. They want to do the league after the NCAA season. Like, when the season ends, like, April, May, June-ish. Try mm-hmm. to do the league like that. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Should be interesting. I'm, I'm still learning some more about it. Um, they're trying to get sponsors and, and, uh, so yeah, hopefully it goes good. You know, I'm only an hour and a half from Philly. So, you know me, man, anybody's going to grow the sport, dude. They <laughs> yeah. ask, they That's reach out. Nobody has more wrestling miles than him right now. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, but thank you for coming on. Well, thank you. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Barbarian Apparel. Go check them out. I just actually went on a little shopping spree with them. They got me with those Facebook ads. I spent, uh, some good money. Josh texted me. He's like, did you just buy a bunch of stuff? He said, uh, he said, look, I was just telling fellers, you, don't touch fellers, it. I just told him, mic. don't touch it, and I just touched it. Uh, but I went and bought a bunch of stuff because their gear is sick. I'm gearing up for the season. I'm so freaking excited that it is here. We are starting to plan our trips and what we're doing. We got a lot going on. We got a lot going on with the season. Um, uh, thank you, Corby, again for coming on. Uh, go check out. Um, Barbarian Apparel, and also yeah. above and beyond Washington Seal, if you're in the state of Iowa and you need a new floor, uh, hit up our guy Trent, and he will hook you up. He can even put a logo on your floor if you want to. He can make them look good like our floors. Our floors look pretty freaking sweet. So Stalemate's logo on your floor if yeah, you want. He could do hey, that. He you know what do I anything. want Barbarian to do? Yeah. I want, you know that white 
with the red stalemate shirt, like I wore at Stalemate Street, yeah, the button-up. Yeah, yeah. I want one of those in black with the red stalemates. We Just could, change the white to that. black. We could probably mm -hmm. get that done. That, I know. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I, want, I want that. All right. Peace, guys. All Hit right. subscribe. Peace. See you.